0: What's that? Polka? No. The metal. Metal.
1: This is the assault. Okay, bro. I, got, I see you got a water bottle here. Normally you drink water when you're thirsty. But there's another definition of the word thirsty. Am I supposed to
0: ask? <laughs> you're just looking at me. Yeah. What's well, the other definition I, I, of the word thirsty?
1: I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna make drinking noises into the microphone.
0: No, I'm damn. This isn't an ASMR podcast.
1: Good. It's when you really when you really want something. Okay. And there's a good headline here of Dave Lombardo being really thirsty. You can read it? Yep. Dave Lombardo's wife woke him up when Gene Hoglund left Testament. Apparently they released a statement that Gene was out of the band at nine. She woke him up at 9.30, and before 9.45, he was on the phone with Chuck Billy. (laughs) Wow. So he's thirsty to play in Testament. (laughs) He's thirsty as fuck to be in Testament.
0: (laughs) I could see you working how to get to the punchline there. Yeah. I think you did fine. Thanks. Speaking of fine, (laughs) this is uh, the onslaught. This is where we rank the definitive best heavy metal band in the world ever for this season of all time i'm
1: brian and i'm vargas
0: and uh we've had smoother openings but we've had rougher openings
1: well i was trying to link it to your water bottle and yeah also i think it's funny that before the hour was out dave lombardo was calling Chuck billy being like hey i hear you guys got an opening he probably that's, really likes testament it's pretty thirsty is that being thirsty that's absolutely being thirsty or is that just being prepared no, that's being thirsty. Mm. No, I mean, he should have, he should have, he should have sent a text and then ghosted for like three days. <laughs> then you text back. You got to leave him, leave him wanting, you know? How did you get a girlfriend? I don't know. We got to start off with a
0: somber note. Yeah. Uh, as of this recording, about 10 hours ago, it was announced that Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for Foo Fighters. Had passed away. Um, So that's rough for anybody who knows, you know, his family and anybody, you know, obviously the band. Um, I have seen on Twitter so much, much more than I would have thought. Everyone from Ozzy to Flesh God Apocalypse had like good things to say about Taylor.
1: Yeah, man. I've only heard positive things about him as a person, as a musician, as a band member. I mean,
0: Foo Fighters in general seems to be a band that can transcend any genre they want. And if, you, if you're if you in hip hop, you know, Foo Fighters songs. Yeah. If you're into death metal, you know, Foo Fighters songs. If you're into country, you know, Foo Fighters songs. And it really seems like Dave Grohl and Taylor were the face of that
1: band. For sure. Um, I think, I think there's a really good argument to make that Foo Fighters are like, one of the last great rock bands. Sure. Like true, you know, rock and roll type bands. Um, And for those of you out there like myself who are drummers, I mean, Taylor was a drummer's drummer. He was a positive influence in the community. He expanded the way people play drums. He was a a musician's musician. Um, Him passing away so young, you know, he's only 50 um is a a real real tragedy
0: yeah i don't uh i don't know if you know their last show was as of the again of this recording five days ago yeah um and i don't know if foo fighters goes on you know yeah i don't know if they actually you know they just had that movie that they released studio 666 um they were they were on tour they i don't know if taylor played drums in it but dave released that the metal album dream Mm. dream eve not dream evil so it's dream something or yeah. something dream, um, so they had a lot going. Uh, but I don't know if yeah, I don't know if Foo Fighters continues after that.
1: Yeah, I mean he was a driving influence in that band to say the least. Yeah, and yeah, it's um, it's a real loss. So yeah, our hearts go out to the Foo Fighters family, his family, the music community. It sucks.
0: Speaking of best rock bands, though, I don't know if you know this. Yeah. I didn't know this, but MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, yes. has saved Rock and Roll. He saved it single-handedly. We don't give him enough credit. You know? we I don't think we've given him any credit. Yeah, Which is, that's what I'm saying. If, if the man saved Rock and Roll single-handedly, yeah, we should have been talking about him since day one. It's
1: true. Um, yeah. So for those of you who didn't know, Rock and Roll was dead it was it was gone nobody liked it
0: he said guitar driven music in the 2010s was just non existent
1: it didn't it, it was not out there
0: and as metalheads know we haven't had anything to listen to in over a decade over
1: a decade the last song was like it it was the uh dark roots of the earth came out in 2012 right that was the last song <laughs>
0: that was it after that there's just been on our front in the metal world silence yep been a lot of pop been a lot of pop hits. Adele's out there releasing new songs. T-Swift had her whole thing with Spotify. Yeah. But uh, guitar, rock and roll. And then MGK came along. And thank whoever you worship. Thank Satan. Thank God. Thank Konshu. Yeah. Thank Buddha. Thank any of them. Because he came out with his tiny little legs that don't look like they could support his giant flopping head. He does have a big head. <laughs> And the tiniest little legs. And then he yeah. wears these big docks and it makes it look even worse. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but fashion aside, fashion and body aside, the man has brought us rock and roll.
1: Thank Christ.
0: Thank him. <laughs> what what else do we have for heavy metal news?
1: Um, So this is, this is the jumping off point that I, that I wanted to have. So there's a, a live video out there of uh, Will Ramos the singer from Lorna Shore, yeah, getting on stage with uh, Spirit Box yeah. to do Holy Roller, mm-hmm. and he because he did a a vocal cover, just him singing the vocals of Holy Roller as a YouTube video, and then he got on stage and did it with them live, and I think that that is like the coolest thing a band can do. Is to, like, incorporate folks from other bands into their, like, existing songs? Yeah, I wonder...
0: I know Spirit Box is on tour, so I wonder if they just rolled into the city that he was in. I haven't seen anything if Lorna Shore's on tour, and they just happen to be in the same city, but... I think it would be more likely that they just rolled into whatever city he lives in.
1: Oh yeah. And he was like at at the show or something. Or, well, I'm or just certain invited they, him or yeah, something. Yeah, they talked yeah. beforehand.
0: But uh yeah. yeah, it's it's always cool when you see musicians and they, they're not too far away. You know, here on the onslaught, we don't like to do genres. Yeah. Uh it's either metal or it's not, but um they're not too far away if you if you if you are a person who does genres. Mm-hmm. Um one's, one is pretty straight up death metal with a little bit of like breakdowns i would say lorna shore is is they're straight up death metal but they have the orchestral background but with like big breakdowns if that makes sense yeah and then spirit box definitely much uh leans harder into hardcore or what some people call post metal which if you put post in front of anything just stop
1: stop with your, stop your sentence i'm i'm just gonna start calling all music that i listen to now post jazz yeah, yeah. Well, it's post classical, so oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right.
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, and, and so they're they're not too far. Away. It's you know, it's not like the Dixie Chicks up there with with Lorna Shore, but uh, um,
1: well, now there's an idea.
0: Now, um, don't rule save, it out. Save
1: that for later. <laughs> Tm. Tm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- I would say this: their vocal stylings of the two bands are very, very different. That's what I
0: like. Is that if well. I guess people that think all screaming is the same wouldn't be able to tell anyway but you on the live thing you, you can definitely hear how different the screams are from mm-hmm. Courtney and will yep how how drastically different their styles are even if to the untrained <laughs> peasant ear uh, I'm sure you could tell a difference
1: yeah um and i I just think again the the uh, like when we nope that was with my brother i'm sorry uh well
0: that's all the time we have today uh because if he confuses me for someone else uh anymore in this month i'm gonna fucking burn my house down
1: but we went and saw battle beasts and they brought somebody on
0: stage. <laughs> this is a really good story <laughs> yeah
1: i know <laughs> anyway i just think i think more bands should do that 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 to me is like a quintessential live experience that you can't recreate yeah you with can get, a studio album yeah you can
0: get people to guest on your album but whenever they actually even if it's a song that they don't guest on yeah or that it's someone else then uh yeah it's always
1: it's a cool once shit. in a lifetime thing yeah. yeah and you know even if it's oh somebody came out like when we we just talked about uh last week uh retinal circus when devin brought out jed to play strapping Young lad songs yeah that shit is fucking awesome yeah it is anyway um that is that is one of the things that is a quintessential live uh experience that you can't really recreate and i wish more bands would do that
0: yeah uh you heard it here first the onslaught recommends that any bands when you're on tour just bring people up yeah on, on stage with you uh not fans necessarily but other uh, musicians
1: unless the musicians are fans i mean well, sure they could be both i guess don't bring me and vargas up on stage i'll say that no well hold on we could do bits over the music oh yeah
0: we could like the two crotchety old muppets in the <laughs>
1: that's exactly it because if there's one thing we are it's crotchety old muppets
0: yep look at our faces how droopy they are <laughs> oh that's just aging so this week we have it's just mashuga versus a legion yep now it is no no one is a, is a stranger to how i feel about the band meshuga
1: i, w- I want to hear you say it though i want record well, it recorded. well
0: here's the thing now i told vargas that earlier this week when i was doing my research which yeah. is really easy this round is because we just got to listen to a bunch of songs yep which i do that anyway but uh, i was listening to meshuga and i was like you know what this isn't as bad as i remember and I think the problem that I have is the people who like Mashuga. I told Vargas they are they're like Opeth fans with less of a reason to be those kind of fans. Yeah. Because objectively, and I'm gonna say the word objectively and I'm gonna mean it, <laughs> Opeth is more talented and better than Masuga.
1: Wow. Big
0: words. So whenever fans are like, hey man, and this is the the exact sound of people that who listen to opeth and think they're the their favorite band yeah <clears throat> uh, hey man mashica you can't beat them they're literally the best band on the planet and then i say oh how many albums have they sold what well, albums that's just because people don't get it man they just don't the time signatures and the time changes and and the, and the syncopation and they invented degent and then I say, I'm pretty sure it's called Gent. Hey, you don't tell me! And then he, uh, I pull his fedora down over his face and I punch him in it
1: in his fedora. That happened. Oh,
0: that was a real, uh, was a re-
1: real interaction. That was a recreation, a stage but play.
0: I then listened to more and more and more of Mashuga. Yeah, and um, I was like, boy, this is all the same. Uh, yeah, and not in a fun way like a monomarth Oh, okay. So I can listen to two Mashugas. That's my limit. I found
1: <laughs> two in a row. Okay.
0: And then I got a switch. Yeah. And if those two, and so I started with OBS yeah, good album. It's okay. And the first two songs before you get to bleed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember their names, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, that's the same riff. Now, Meshika does this. This is their thing. They use that same riff sort of as like it's it's not throughout the whole song but it sort of is their metronome for the song right they have their riff they have a part in the middle where they stop playing that riff and then they end the song playing that riff Mm -hmm. now when i was listening to these two songs back to back
1: combustion and electric red sure are the two songs
0: yeah and when i was listening to combustion and electric red i was like that's the same riff but they just reversed it because it was the same style of like I'm not going to do. I'm not going to mouth guitar parts. On oh, this damn it.
1: I, I, We were so close.
0: <laughs> we were so close, but when you well, all fair, I'll tell you and if you listen to those back to back, you can kind of understand what I a cynic of Mashuga, is yeah. saying yeah. about it uh, and then bleed is fi- it finally changes up a little bit and yeah. uh, it's fine um, bleed not bleed OBS Mesh- uh, in is probably their best album. Yeah, I would say but I actually, the two songs that I've heard that they released from their upcoming album out, I think, April 2nd.
1: Super good. Those are really good. Yep. Those
0: are much better than any of the other things I've heard from them. Yep. So maybe this will finally be the album to be like, oh, Brian likes a Mashuga album.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad you said that because, yeah, uh, I I am the thirst. I think, is the name of one of There's them? There's your tie-in, man. I know. What are you doing? Well, trying to get my water bottle in it? Well, hey Brian, I see you got a water bottle there. Now, if you were Mashuga and you were one of the songs from the new album, what, what would you be called? You'd be called uh,
0: Electric Red.
1: Damn it! No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. We never would have got there. That was
1: a, that was that was equally good. I'll cut that out and put it at the mm-hmm. front. Uh, yeah. So how did you how did you get get introduced to Meshuga Brian? You, you tried to force them on me
0: like you force many things on me. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Isolate that and put it at the end and the beginning so the feds can hear it.
1: Okay. Well,
0: no, uh, yeah, you forced them
1: on me. I forced them on you. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Cuz you were just like, "Ah, Macha is really good." And I listened to 10 seconds. I was like, "No, they're not." And then you're like, "No, uh, but I think the story everyone wants to hear that I think I already told is uh, of course when I was with a friend of the show, Brendan.
1: Oh yeah, at the bar. Uh
0: in Warrensburg at a bar that his buddy owned, and his buddy was a metalhead and talking to us, and I think Obsin had just come out. You fool. And uh he was like, Oh, this is the best album I've ever heard. Um, and he took his fedora off mm-hmm. and rubbed his bald head. And then um was this before or after you punched him in the fedora? Well, this is a different man. Oh, a different <laughs> they, fedora. Just, yeah, different fedora. It's a Mashuga fan, so of course they're gonna have fedoras. Yeah, all yeah, of them.
1: yeah, mine's in my closet. Yeah,
0: I know it is. <laughs> I, I told you to never wear it here. Um and uh, he, again, he owned the bar, and he was giving us free drinks, and then I said that I think Meshuggah's overrated, and they're not that good, and he left, uh, went to take care of some business, came back, and he only had one beer for Brendan, Yeah, even though I was standing right there. And no uh, beers for Brian. And no beer for Brian. So I guess maybe that was my first.
1: Yeah. That's why you don't like Meshuggah. That's not why. No. That's why I don't is. like beer. <laughs> what? Wait. So here's, here's what I really want to hear from you. Why does Meshuggah deserve to beat Allegiant?
0: Well, Vargas, I believe they deserve to beat a legion because a legion didn't, mm. for all intents and purposes, create a sub genre in metal. Uh huh. And I think that when you talk about gent, yeah, yeah, you have to ignore the fact first that jazz exists, and that it's sort of already been done, and then remember that they added distortion to it. Yeah. And um, they're very very heavy.
1: Yeah and they are good They're and they're fine they're fine good actually great (laughs) excellent uh well i excuse me i really tried you did and i'll say this not a lot of negative things were said mainly about their fans yeah yeah i
0: tried to keep it positive about the band yeah and that's fair and again, in this, the last two songs that I've heard of upcoming album, I think it's the best their vocalist. I don't know if it's a new vocalist or not. No, nah, it's still James. But I think it, he's the best he's sounded.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm super stoked for their new album. Um, I got into Meshuggah, uh push up my glasses here while I was working for Century Media and Nuclear Blast. Here we go. Yeah. In the summer of 2008. Um, and I worked for them for free uh which is bad but i came home with like 200 cds which is good which is good and a couple of those cds were obson was one of them um the re, re- uh remastered you know destroy race, improve and i and i got a couple other other back catalog but Obsen was the one that like jumped out of the box and was like holy shit what the fuck is this yeah um so that's that's how i got into them Obsen is far and away my favorite album probably because i have that history with it where you know i got it for free from the record label that i was working at yeah it reminds you of good times it reminds me of good times and it's really fucking awesome um because it is yeah brian okay (laughs) i'm not i have nothing negative to say good uh and uh, my favorite song from that album, I know a lot of people would probably say "Bleed." I think if you're going for a song from that album, you should go with the opening track, "Combustion," because it's a little bit more. Well, there's a little bit more of an ebb and flow. "Bleed" is great. It's 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 a great single example of what Mashuga does and does so well. But "Combustion" is a more, I'll say, comprehensive song. There, mm. There's more of a like a beginning, a middle, and an end than bleed has. Sure, IMO, in my opinion.
0: What chapman was that? Uh,
1: it's Ob. It's Obson. No, oh, IMO, IMO, yeah, yeah, that's a uh, good joke. <laughs> good joke. Got A million of them. Now, why does Mashuga deserve to beat Allegiant? Tell me. I would make a similar argument to Brian that, yeah, they. I mean they they founded a subgenre. The the subgenre was defined by the music that they've been perfecting over the last 20 whatever years that they've been you know that they've existed as a band. But I would I would even go further than that to say that their their sound and their influence has spread past Gent as a subgenre and impacted stuff like Lorna Shore, like Spirit Box because the idea of a breakdown existed before. Like bands like Obituary did breakdowns, but the breakdowns that Meshuggah does on their songs are far more similar to the stuff that's happening now mm. than like bands like Obituary did. Sure. Is that track? I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so my, my one sentence description is I would say, is if Iron Maiden, Death, Metallica, are, are the gods of heavy metal then i think it's absolutely fair to say that meshuga are at least heroic demigods like Oh, it, you're
0: taking us to athens yeah, yeah like yeah. if
1: iron maiden is zeus then meshuga is definitely like hercules
0: okay right i mean i would give That's him like a
1: jason okay still half god yeah <laughs> It just you know, Herc's a little more popular, you know. Cooler, uh, well, yeah, it's true. More suave. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 like you know better post classical. Yeah. Because um, all you know, all music, all just music's post classical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's Mashuga. I'm really proud of you for giving Meshuga a chance. Hey, man! I do what I do on this
0: podcast because I like heavy metal, and just because I don't like some bands that shall remain nameless then i know people do and that's great for them it's great what about a legion what about them tell me tell me everything (laughs) how i got into them tell me your thoughts on god because i'm on my way to meet her
1: (laughs) her it's the line of the song i know it's a lot uh (laughs) how i got into a legion i got into a legion through brian you're welcome and more specifically through their cover of subdivisions Mm. um i know rush as we all know yeah uh i know that probably will chap the ass of onslaught super fan (laughs) greg burgess (laughs) yeah um but it's true that's how i got into them i'm a huge rush fan and hearing a death metal cover of subdivisions was fucking awesome and it still rips yeah that's how i got into them how'd you get into them
0: i honestly don't remember i think it was a youtube hole
1: Oh, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, uh, I think it was
0: I can't remember what it was, but I remember the first video I saw was 1.618 um, mm-hmm. 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 and in that one they kind of make fun of a lot of they don't make fun of, but they definitely take the piss out of they make fun of one style, which is crabcore. <laughs> Uh, like attack. No, oh yeah, or yeah. I remember the attack? Yeah, attack, attack, right? attack, Yeah, uh, yeah. They make fun of that, but then they poke fun at like black metal, thrash yeah. metal, you know that kind of stuff. It's a it's a really fun video, and it's a really really good song. That's what they closed or almost closed their set with when we saw them. Yeah, um, probably one of their better, well known songs, I guess. Sure, better known songs. Um, so I think that's how I got into them, and I was just like, man. I just give me all of that, and luckily, by the time I had found them, they had like three or four albums out, mm-hmm. um, and then I found their EP, and we sort of talked about that in our interview with Greg, which you can go listen to. Um, an onslaught of questions with Greg Burgess, but uh, they, it just sounded like they had their—they're like this is how we sound, mm-hmm. and we're going to keep getting better from here, but we're going to sound like this, yeah, throughout the whole thing. If that again, not not in a Montmartre situation, but like they were just able to define their much like uh i think we talked about how trivium went through like three or four stages now yeah um some of that was due to hefe's you know safety basically health and safety um but some of that was also they were like 16 at the time so when they did their first two albums Mm -hmm. it was like well we sort of wanted to do that but now we're better so let's do this stuff yeah um but a has sounded like they knew what they wanted to sound like from the start
1: yeah they haven't made any drastic left turns
0: yeah um and some people would say that in the la- when they got riley their new vocalist um i think his name i think their old vocalist name was ezra um, when ezra left uh mm-hmm. ezra didn't have the range that riley has mm-hmm. um and i mean that in the clean vocal sense mm-hmm. um so when riley joined it opened up a lot of possibilities for him and I think that drove away some fans but I think the fans that it drove away are fans that you wouldn't want to have anyway if that makes sense that can't understand like just because it has clean singing doesn't mean it's like any less yeah brutal or good yeah Um, it, so I don't I don't know um, but yeah I'm glad i forced it on you what do you think their best album is
1: I think they're best album is proponent for sentience boy it's a good one that was the first one with riley yeah um not only does it have that subdivisions cover on there um but it features a lot of like cool cool stuff that you wouldn't expect from a death metal album like an extended flamenco sequence yeah at the end of what is it the great gray gray matter mechanics is that right i think so yeah um and also all hail science is like one of their all-time great songs
0: yeah, and that one's just straight up brutal from start yeah, to finish. start to
1: finish. So you get you get both ends of that, um, them trying, trying new things, which I think is always fun to hear, like the faceless does saxophone solos. Like, okay, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I would say that all the stuff they try on this album totally works. Yeah, I think I think I think I think um, you think you
0: think I think that I think that I'm in agreement with you. I think that's probably my favorite um damn them that came out this year is making a real good case for number two or number one yeah um but i think because i think it was proponent of sentience had just come out when i found them Mm -hmm. um that i think maybe that one does hold a little bit of a special place in my heart um but man all of their old stuff they really have not released a bad album yeah A, a lot of times when you find a band and you're like ah you can kind of take or leave the first two albums or whatever. And it's like, no, you should, you should listen to their first two albums and then keep listening to the rest of their albums.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's not, there's not an album that like, Oh, listen to track one and track seven and then move on. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I, and I think as far as songs go, I think from their new album, damn them, I think of beast and worms. I've been listening to a shitload of. So as of right now, that would be, my answer for for like what my favorite song is Mm -hmm. but um it's hard to beat proponent of sentience or proponent for sentience number three the third movement of the of the album on that album there's uh, i can't remember what the full length is and i don't want my phone to start playing if i (laughs) the full length name of it if i start um, the
1: extermination yes featuring bjorn speed and benjamin ellis yep i don't remember what he's from but i'm on wikipedia
0: yeah it's fine (laughs) He does the guitar solo and, and yeah. Bjorn does some guest vocals on there. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Scar Symmetry. Scar Symmetry. Is it? Yep. I thought he was in Soil Work. Benjamin Ellis is, Ellis is from Scar Symmetry. Oh. Bjorn Speed Strid is from Soil Work. Yeah, so oh.
0: that's where the, the the solo Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's that's for me.
1: It's good shit. Um yeah, I would say that All Hail Science is probably the song for me. Cause I don't want to pick the subdivisions cover. <laughs> You Don't do that, you will
0: get hate mail. I will from
1: a member of the band, and I'm not gonna do that. Um, it, it is a really good cover, but yeah, the, they I would say their best song is All Hail Science. Um,
0: they deserve to beat Mashuga because period, one, you put a period right that's there. That's it, that's I'm done. <laughs> uh, one, they're uh, to me, more diverse. What their sound is a little more diverse. What, uh, and I've never struggled with listening to more than two songs by them in a row. What? Uh, I also think that they are a lot of people define them as technical death metal, mm-hmm. which I totally agree with because the shit that they play is crazy technical and mm-hmm. they are all extremely good musicians. But I think that they have started to branch out into progressive metal a little bit with the way that they structure their technical death metal songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and of any band that's doing technical Okay, so tech death to me can get pretty stale whenever bands because it's either it's either it all the, the whole album sounds the same or there's just too much wankery. Yeah, from the guitarist being like, look how well I can play. It's like we get it. Yeah, and they don't ever do that. You can just tell how good they are because they play well and the songs are structured perfectly,
1: y- y- right? They're good. They're they are talented musicians and talented songwriters, right? Those are two separate and distinct skills.
0: Yes, uh, because there are definitely tech death bands out there who are not good songwriters. Yeah. And they still play extremely well. Right. Um, but they're not as, um, it's not a, a joy to listen to them as much. And I think that of any tech death band out there right now, a legion is carrying that flag far away from them he- head and shoulders above the rest of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sort of to me they're sort of carrying that torch of death metal right now kind of alongside a monomarth who's not tech you know if you yeah. took all the sub genres yeah they're carrying the torch with those those other guys so. sure that's why they should win oh not just because they play hard jazz <laughs> like another band <laughs> in this bracket right now
1: i'm gonna start calling it hard
0: jazz <laughs> anytime someone says gent, be like oh hard jazz hard jazz is that <laughs> what you mean
1: Oh my god, that's incredible! Uh, the, yeah, the D is for hard. <laughs> yeah, hard, dej,
0: hard jizz. Are you saying hard jizz? No, right it's now? hard jazz.
1: Oh my god, that's what's incredible. in your pants. Um, yeah, I would say that. I mean, yes, uh, there is no question that allegiance sound and songwriting styles are far more varied than Mashuga. Yeah. They, they take a lot more. They take a lot more chances, more risks. I don't know if that's the right word, but I would say it's a risk to put a
0: flamenco section in a death metal album. Yeah,
1: I mean, it abso- it absolutely just is.
0: like they, just like you mentioned with the faceless doing a saxophone.
1: Yeah, they 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 fold a lot more influences into their music, yeah. and I think that's one of the coolest things that death metal has to offer is that you can pull you can pull influence from any other genre of music without exaggeration, any other genre folded into death metal or, or metal in general and have it be a cool and successful metal song. Yeah. And Elysian is one of those bands that absolutely does that. Um, they're not, they're not content with resting on their laurels um, like a lot of other bands are, you know, you, you look at even other bands on this uh, bracket stuff like, S- sabaton right yeah they they found a they found a, a style that they like a musical s- yeah. s- sound that they like that
0: works and a lot of people enjoy
1: and they and they just go for it without really trying to I don't know rig- wriggle and stretch grow yeah, w- yeah. W- what that sound is um, but a legion does not do that and it's very it's cool to hear yeah you never know what you're gonna get with each album and that's what keeps people coming back to these albums
0: yeah well, that's good. I'm glad you found them by me forcing them up on you. Yeah. Uh, well, make sure so that's it. Allegiant versus Mashuga. That is going to be uh, this could break my heart. This could be the end of the show. Uh <laughs> Make sure to vote. You can vote uh, on any of our socials at The Onslaught Pod. If you don't have socials, you can email us at The Onslaught Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us, whatever you listen to us on, all the big ones, all the little ones, Google Play, Apple, Spotify. Um, If there's something that you want to listen to us on, but you had to download like an app because we weren't on it, just let us know. We don't want you to have a whole other app because we're not on your app. We can get on your app, whatever you use. So If we're not on your preferred app, just let us know. We'll uh, stop saying app. Uh, well i'm just hungry the <laughs> appetizers sound great you, you know you like got a plate full of appetizers yeah isn't that called tapas
1: yep right yeah it's like a specific little small small plate portions yep. but you have
0: you have to have like nine of them yeah and then it ends up being way more expensive than just going to like a non tapas place yep uh i don't know how we got to tapas, but uh tap ass. <laughs> because you mispronounced tapas <laughs> Nah, you gotta tap that ass you know what i'm saying uh yeah that's that's thank you for listening and don't forget if if we covered one of your favorite bands today your favorite band sucks (laughs)